You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast on Lone Star Community Radio. If you like this show or other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, make sure to subscribe to them on YouTube and iTunes and also Google Play. Uh, if you have any questions about sponsorships or being a guest on these kind of shows, make sure you email me. I'm the station manager. Hi, my name is Dick, and you can email me at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com, or you can call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Just want to let you know we're here to support Montgomery County, and I hope you enjoy the show. Good afternoon. This is Amy Ressler, and you're listening to the Extension Hour. We're happy to be here, and I'm so glad you're here, Jake. Thanks for being our engineer today. We got Miss Amy back in the house. <laughs> yep. So this is the Extension Hour, and and like you know, we are. I, I really, I, they're they're all good because we do good stuff in Extension. But you know, the the Family Health and Wellness Hour, or Family Consumer Sciences, that's one of the best because we talk about families and things that are going on with families. So we're pretty excited today. I always love having guests, and today we've got. Two beautiful women here. We have Miss Valerie Stewart. Miss, say hi. Mic hi. check. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Got it. Is it working? <laughs> it's here. Valerie, say hello. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And we have Miss Eloina Mendoza. Hello. Good afternoon. Oh, she did. T- that was good, Eloina. Very elegant sounding right there. I know, right? So they said that they were a little bit nervous, but see, see how easy it is. You guys are great. Okay. All right, and then we also have the lovely Mr. Mike McBride with us, our Family Consumer Sciences Program Assistant. Hello, everybody. He's a repeat offender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is. Can we bring him along? It's too much fun here, so you have to come back on a Friday. That's know. right. I mean, this is my favorite thing to do on a Friday is to come do the radio show. So, um, all right. So we, every Friday we have somebody different, right? Because we've got several people in our extension office, and we do a lot of different things. So sometimes people are listening, and they're wondering, like, who is that crazy lady that's talking now? Because I want to hear the guy that talked last time. Um, so we have different people that come in. Um, but we do like to, for consistency, just to let everybody know some of the other things that are going on in our extension office before we actually get into our topic. So a lot of folks know us for our Master Gardener program. And one of the things that they do, um, you know, educate people about um, gardening is their is their main purpose. And they do, they have a Saturday series. So once a month on Saturdays, they're doing some um, educational classes and they're open to the public. Anybody who wants to come, um, I think last week, week before last, they did something on beekeeping and coming up on September 9th, they're going to do some things on um, fall vegetable gardening. And this one is actually a double header. Sometimes they're just one, um, but on September 9th, they're going to do um, one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. So the one in the morning is called um, the Fall Vegetable Gardening in Montgomery County. So it's all about identifying the vegetables and the varieties that um, work well here. So that's one of those things that, um, you know, gardeners sometimes come from other places. Um, Montgomery County is growing significantly. And so often people um, come in from other places and of the United States or, mm-hmm. or other countries, and they wonder, you know, kind of what grows here. So um, this will be a great um a great class for them. And then in the afternoon, they're going to talk about pests and diseases that affect the vegetables. So, you know, you've got a great garden, and then if you can't keep the pest out of them or the diseases, um, it makes it hard to get a good crop. So um, $5 for one or $7 for both. So the one in the morning is 9 to 11, and the one in the afternoon is 1 to 3. So you can come to one, either or, or both. 
Um, so directions and more information is available at their website, which is MCMGA. So that stands for Master Gardener. I mean, no, Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. So MCMGA.com. And then they'll have their plant sale. So you learn all about how to grow the vegetables. Then you can come buy some vegetable plants and some other plants from them on October 14th. Um, and that starts at 8. They usually do a, a um, presentation to begin with, and then the sale opens, and people bring their wagons and go home with some great things. And then coming up in November, um, so keep tuned for that, November 4th, we're going to have our Open Garden Day. Um, so that's a great chance to just kind of look at all the demonstrations that are around the office and all that kind of things. Um, so that is at the Extension Office, those classes at the Extension Office, 9020 Airport Road. So then in our ag department, they have a water well owners educational event coming up. So this is um, August 23rd. So anyone who has a well um, is welcome to come to this program to learn more about making sure that your well water is, um, you know, uh, is <laughs> it's doing everything that it's supposed to do. So yeah. it's a little different because the, um, the well owners are responsible for making sure that it's, um, you know, the quality. So what they can do is, um, they can bring a water sample to the training. It will be tested on site and they will get um, immediate information on what to do if, if there's any remedies that are needed to make sure that the quality of the water is up to date. So that's um, it's $10 for that sample. You need to get the container ahead of time. You can get that at the Montgomery, the Walker, the San Jacinto County um, Extension offices or at the Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District. So you bring the samples, bring your 10 bucks, August 23rd, one to five, um, find out some really great things. And then, um, so we talked a little bit about keeping pests out of your gardens, and that's one of the things that they are going to cover with the master gardeners. But um, anyone who applies pesticides professionally has to have a pesticide applicator license. And there is a training that helps people get the um, continuing education units that they need. You, you guys know about continuing education, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, for almost any kind of... Um, most, most professions have some, some type of um, continuing education that's required. So this is a good way for people who um, are private pesticide applicators, a um, good way for them to get it. So Tuesday, September 19th, beginning at 9 a.m. in the morning, there's a $50 uh, charge for the um, training, but that covers all the program materials related to the cost and then helps them get the um, documentation for their CEUs. And then um, in September on the 21st, the Montgomery County Beef Improvement Association will hold an educational meeting um, all about understanding the market activity, expanding buyers for your cattle, and ways to improve your management decisions um, that can affect your profit profitability. <laughs> and so that's at 6 um, on September 21st. And I don't even know what, oh, Thursday evening. It's a Thursday. <laughs> So that's uh, going on in the ag department. And then, um, as you know, a lot of folks are familiar with Extension and our 4-H program that we do that's for youth. And this is a great time to, to uh, get involved and to start in 4-H because our new 4-H year starts September 1st. And so now is the time to join. Um, you can register online um, on 4-H Connect. Um, it's, there's a $20 registration fee, and that's now through October 31st, and then it goes up to 25 so people can really um, register for 4-H anytime they want, but um, there's just a little bit of a break if you do it in, right as the new year is starting. But that's just a really good time to kind of get involved. There's lots of things that happen with 4-H in the fall. And plus, parents, you know, you don't want your kids coming home and just being couch potatoes after school. <laughs> you know, you don't want them playing video games all day. 
this is a good way to keep them active and, and you know, involved in their community and school after school hours. Right. Were you in 4-H, Jake? No, I wasn't. I, okay. played, I played sports, though, my entire life. So uh. I, I was in a <laughs> club or an organization. <laughs> you were not a couch potato. No, I was not a couch say. potato. <laughs> Just in case anybody thought he was. <laughs> what about you guys? Anybody do 4-H? Have you kids in 4-H? Yeah. My kids uh, were in 4-H, yeah. and I was a 4-H instructor, uh, both for shooting sports and for cooking, uh, involved with all sorts of other programs. Uh, it's just a fabulous, fabulous group for kids. It is. And, you know, a lot of people have a very narrow understanding of what 4-H is, and they think that it's just showing cows. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot lot more to it. So we do mm-hmm. lots of really yeah. cool things with robotics kids. Robotics has become really a hot topic now. And That's what crazy. I would have loved to have done, <laughs> those robotics. That would sound so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cooking challenge that we do within our department, uh, that was a blast at the – Big, oh, yeah. big food event. challenge yeah, yeah food challenge it was you open up a box it's like chopped you have no idea what you're getting but you make a recipe out of it yeah it's just a lot of fun <laughs> yes so kids are learning a lot so um there's a lot more to 4-h really than people um we used to have this tagline more than you ever imagined so there really is more to it than um, a lot of people think so definitely give us a call at the extension office if you're interested in that and that number is um what is our number? 936-539-7825. I, he's laughing at me. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so in family consumer sciences, uh, we have lots of things that we're doing too. Um, we have Canon class coming up at uh, Stewart Library, and that's just going to be an informational. So sometimes we do hands-on workshop. This one's just an information, but all kinds of questions will be answered about safe canning home preservation um, practices because um, the way your grandma canned was great, but may not really be the way you need to do it today. So that's at Stewart Library in uh, Montgomery. 10 a.m. Uh, is what time it starts, and we'll be through by noon on August 23rd. And then at the South Regional Library in the Woodlands, uh, Mike and I are going to be doing a presentation called Am I Losing My Mind? All about uh, memory function. <laughs> Jake wants to say something. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I could probably use that. So it's, it's part of our Master of Memory series. So this is just kind of an introduction to it that we'll um, uh, provide for people. Uh, and the child care provider training, uh, again, another CEU thing. So for child care providers that need that, we've got a training happening on Saturday, September 16th in Bryan. And then one other thing that I'm really excited about is we're going to start a Master Wellness Volunteer Program. Yes. So um, we'll have some training for that started on, um, we'll start on September 29th. We'll finish up by like about October 4th. Um, but that's open to anybody who's interested in being a master wellness volunteer. Um, it's about 40 hours of training, and we do it where part of it is, is face-to-face in person, and then part of it is online. So we try to make it really flexible for folks. If anybody wants to get any more information on that, where can they go? Is there a website or a Facebook page? or? Yes, uh, website, fch.tamu.edu. There's a link there for master wellness volunteers. Um, our Facebook page is Montgomery, you know, Healthy Living in Montgomery County, um, or MoCo Healthy Living, um, and then you can also call our office. What's a, what's what's my number? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. I need that memory <laughs> class. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 936-539-7825. All right, so we're busy. We got lots of stuff going on, but we've got even better things that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about some things that have been happening, some things that are coming up. Um, because we have these lovely ladies here with us. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. And you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 and 106.1, and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We'll be back.
This is Rick TRC. Every Monday through Friday from 3 to 7, I play today's country hits on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, the type of music that makes you want to get off your seat, stomp your feet, sing along at the top of your lungs, and not care who hears on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, and as always on Worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. This is Rick TRC. Every Monday through Friday from 3 to 7, I play today's country hits on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, the type of music that makes you want to get off your seat, stomp your feet, sing along at the top of your lungs, and not care who hears on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, and as always on Worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Welcome back. It's a lovely afternoon, kind of hot, but here we are in beautiful downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio. This is Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. I've got Mac, my, 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 Mike McBride. Mike McBride. <laughs> Family Consumer Sciences Program Assistant. Oh, good job. Good, and I have Valerie Stewart, Center Director of Willis Head Start. And I have Eloina Mendoza, Assistant Center Director for Willis. All right. Thank you guys for there, you lovely ladies, for being here, guys. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then Jake. Jake. You, Woo! You, <laughs> Jake says, hey. Um, all right, so Eloina and Valerie, I've, um, try, you know, I've been trying so long to get you guys on this show because I love what you do, and I love working with you. Um, you guys are some of my favorites to, to work with because you just, you have such a passion for what you do and for um, the children that you work with. And um, anyway, I just, so I'm glad you guys are here finally. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Sure. So um, just to let folks know, one of the things that we have been working on together is this uh, project that we have that's called um, FRED, and that's an acronym for Families or Fathers Reading Every Day. So fa Families Reading Every Day or Fathers Reading Every Day. So it actually originally started out as a, um, a fathering initiative um, to encourage fathers to spend more time with their children. But we know that some families don't have... Um, as strong of a father involvement as they would like to have, or you know, for whatever reason, sometimes they don't. So um, trying to focus, we started trying to focus more on the family aspect of it because the, the, the main thing is we wanna foster um, healthy family relationships and also encourage children to read more. So right. the literacy aspect of it. 
Because research has shown that children who enter kindergarten with the skills they need for academic success are more likely to stay on track. And so one of the ways to get them um, on track and ready for school is to be um, to, to teach them to read and the love of reading and all that kind of stuff. So you guys work at the Head Start Center in Willis mm-hmm. and um, do lots of great things with kids. What's, what's your favorite part about working in Head Start? Really, um, just the impact that we have on the community and our families. Um, seeing that we are there to make a difference um, is very important. Yeah, so how did you get into this? Tell us a little, I mean, introduce yourself a little bit more than just your name, Valerie Stewart. Tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> um, actually, I came into um, Head Start as a volunteer. I came in as a parent. Okay. And um, I had a child who had a disability and I had no idea. So, I'm trying to think. Um, they they like told me that he needed intervention, like they needed testing, um, because they saw some delays. And mm-hmm. I was one of those parents that thought, well, he's just spoiled. He doesn't have to ask <laughs> for anything. He's, um, I don't know. He, he he was a miracle child. So, um, at that time, I was in the medical field. I was actually an EMT. Mm-hmm. And I was working, you know, weird hours, but whenever I could, I would go in and volunteer. And um, I was like, there's just, I didn't think there was anything at all wrong. And we see that all the time with parents now. And and I think that's what keeps me here is um, helping those parents that are just like I was. Um, My son, through early intervention, um, was able to succeed. Um, if I would have just started him in kindergarten, I don't think he would be near as successful as he is now. Um, right now, he he was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, okay. um, I think at like age four, um, with the help of Head Start. Oh, great. Um, okay. And so, I'm trying to think, through that, um, I'm like... <laughs> It's hard for me to talk about because oh, it's yeah. my son it's, and, right. and, and also my passion in one. Sure. Um, through the diagnosis process, we were able to get him the help that he needs. Um, right now, he's a high school senior. He is working. He has a love for animal science. He's a math whiz, um, which a lot of children with Asperger's syndrome are. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just simply amazing. He's working right now at a vet clinic, um, and also he just started school, but he worked all summer. He was working 40, 44 hours a week. Oh, wow. So a lot, all summer long. He didn't even have a summer this because he loves animals. And um, he is on the way to college, which we never would have thought, you know, could have mm-hmm. happened. So um, when he was younger, yeah. he didn't speak until he was three years old. Oh, wow. And that was one of the first signs that they told me, you know, that he needs help because I thought, you know, well, no, he doesn't have to speak. He can, you know, I give him anything he needs. And, um, but he really did. If a child's not speaking before the age of three, uh, that's a sign. Sure. They definitely need an evaluation and they may not, they may just be spoiled, but you're not going to know that until you get the proper diagnosis and the help. Right. And there's lots of very sophisticated tests that help kind of weed through what right. is spoiled and what is 
a learning disability or some other type of disability. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, how So how long have you actually been with um, Head Start as a paid employee? 15 years. Okay. And then how long have you been the director of the center? Um, the director of the center, six. This will be your seventh year. Oh, this will be my seventh year. See, time flies. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I've, I've worked various positions through the agency, and it's led me to, to this one. Okay. So. And you said your, your passion is helping children, uh, particularly those ones with disabilities, and that's um, when we were talking in the break, that's one of the things Eloina mentioned that um, it's kind of a connection. So you guys work together, but right. um, you helped her with her son as well. Eloina, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and and your experience and getting into Head Start? Well, talking to Valerie a lot, I knew something was not okay with my son, but um, my family was very much in denial more than I was, especially my husband. Uh, He wouldn't believe something was wrong with him. My mom thought we just had him spoiled. But every time I would talk to Valerie and tell her, he he lines everything up. He's not talking. He... He's nonstop. He don't sleep at night, but two hours maybe. Everything she would tell me, Eloina, I'm not a diagnostician, but that's textbook autism. Get him evaluated. Mm-hmm. Early intervention is the key. You know, so I had a very good guide. Thanks, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sure did. My son was evaluated uh, and diagnosed at two, which rarely happens. Um, I had to take him. It was a journey. But uh, I had it done, and he started therapy since he was two. Um, they told me he, because of his severe autism, he might never talk. Mm-hmm. He now speaks English and Spanish. Ooh. And he is in a general education class. He started the fourth grade. Um, he's doing great. He's a math whiz. Math is his thing. Yeah. He can memorize anything. He can memorize songs. He does need a lot of the social skills. He has a long journey, but he is doing great thanks to the intervention and the guidance I had from somebody that knew, and she would help me. I mean, we would stay endless hours reading through his paperwork, and she would tell me, tell him this at the art, tell him this, tell him this when you go to the school district and uh, so they can help you with this. I mean, she was my help, and I really appreciate that because because of that, my son is who he is right now. He's only in fourth grade, and I know he has a long way, but... I believe he is doing great. That's that's so good to hear. And I know that you've got a lot of passion. I mean, both of you, obviously, for your own children. But um, whenever I go visit the site, I love watching you guys with, with all of the children. I mean, you just have the, like these huge hearts for all of those kids that you have Absolutely. at your Head Start Center. So how long have you been there, Eloina? Nine years. Yeah. And you've been the assistant director how long? About six years. Okay. So what, what would you say is your favorite part of Head Start, your job? I just love working with the families as a whole, the children, the parents, like getting involved, um, seeing, them, seeing them better themselves and wanting to better themselves. Um, I work, I love the referring process for children, like, again, because my child, uh, suspected delay Mm -hmm. I like to do it right there and then like I talk to the parents and um, guide them through the whole process sometimes it's very hard especially when they don't know all those terms but um, I really I feel a great success 
it's a success story when I can get a child evaluated and they can start their services when they're still at Head Start. And that's, that's kind of the idea of Head Start, right? Is that it's um, to, I mean, maybe not even a Head Start, but just to help kids get to where they need to be so that they're ready for, for school. school, right? Yeah. Because um, what we're, uh, a lot of the children that are in the Head Start program are um, have challenges of different, there's, there's a variety of challenges that they mm -hmm. may be experiencing um, that could affect their um, success in school in the future. So Head Start is there to kind of help get them ready for that. Right. So, um, and it's not, it's not a daycare. It's right. not just, you know, there, there's, a, there's a very strong educational component to that as well. Right, and structure um, that a lot of daycares don't provide. Um, we are school, we have routines, um, we are literacy-based. Most of our children are reading by the time they leave us. So it truly is a head start for those children yeah. before they get to kindergarten. Okay, so there's lots more I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, some of your other kids in Head Start. I mean, not any kid in particular, but just kind of <laughs> yeah. in general. And we'll talk about kids and getting them ready for school. So um, you guys have a wealth of knowledge to share with parents that are out there. So whether they're in your Head Start program or not, you've got a lot of great tips for them. And we want to share those with people. Um, but uh, Jake's given us the signal. We've got to take a break. I'm hearing the music. <laughs> You're listening to 104.5 and 106.1 Lone Star Community Radio. And we will be back with the Extension Hour. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Hey guys, I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 and check out our website, nerdthugradio.com. We like to talk about quilting, horseback riding, and baking quiche. Actually, we don't, but we do like talking nerdy to you. That's right. Every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m., hashtag talking nerdy to you. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. How do you guys like our music? Does it make you want to dance? Sure. Sort of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you know okay. what the title Next of this song is? No. It's Red Hot Sun. I don't, I don't know where this comes from or anything uh, like that, but 
I don't feel like that in the red hot sun. <laughs> and you know what, Jake? I'm a little concerned about too that you're um, excited when there's an accident. You're well, like, this is so boring. There's no. Well, yeah, because uh, you know you get to do weather and traffic. You want it to be like you know everybody safe and careful and all that. But mm -hmm. you want to be able to report something, a fender bender, a slowdown, instruction. <laughs> I want something to talk about. <laughs> well, so we're all about family health and wellness. So we like to know when people are well and not in. That's right. So we can we can safely that report that right. everybody's being safe on a Friday afternoon. Then education must be working. Y'all are doing your job. There you go. All right. <laughs> so speaking of education, we have uh, Valerie Stewart and Eloina Mendoza and Mike McBride, and we all do education kinds of things. But you guys work really directly with the children um, at the Head Start Center in Willis. Um, so we talked a little bit about that, and you guys are the, so the, the the school year is about to start, mm -hmm. um, and you guys do recruiting uh, for your Head Start Center. So Valerie, if someone was thinking, okay, how do you even find out about Head Start, or how do I get my kid in Head Start? What would they do? Um, they basically would just give us a call. Um, our information is everywhere, so if they should be um, able to access our phone number. Yeah, I mean, you can like Google Head Start, and it'll show you some of the things that are around. But tell right. us what your your number is at your center. Um, 936-856-4810. See, good job. Valerie knows her phone number. She doesn't have to go, uh, like I do. <laughs> All right, so uh, they give you a call. So what kinds of things are they going to need or what are you going to ask them? Um, whenever they give us a call, we'll make them an appointment to come fill an application. Um, basically, we are a, a free preschool program for children three to four years of age um, or children who are going to turn five after September 1st. So... If someone has a five-year-old at home, they know they really need to be in school, they need to give us a call. Okay. Um, we basically will ask them whenever they call to bring their child's birth certificate or proof of birth, um, their shot record. Um, they'll, we'll ask for their income because we are a federally funded program. Um, let me see. What else do we ask for? Proof of for? public assistance. Any, if they have any kind of public assistance, such as SNAP or Medicaid or WIC, mm -hmm. and we'll need like their award letters that shows that they have those services. Because your, your Head Start program is one of those ones that's for, as we mentioned earlier, children with certain challenges. So there are some things to qualify for to, to be able to um, be involved in this particular Head Start program. I mean, there's other options out there, but you guys are definitely one option that sometimes people don't know that exists or don't know that they have that option. To do. Right. And I wish that, you know, Head Start was available for everyone, but it's it's not. Unfortunately, yeah. our center is not very large. Um, at our center in Willis, we uh, serve 110 children per year. And in Grangerland, they have 162 children. And that's for all of Montgomery County, All right? of Montgomery yeah. County. So you think about how many people we have here. There's a lot of children that unfortunately are not served. And um, I know that right. you guys have been... The, your organization has been trying to do a good job about trying to get, expand those opportunities. But um, you guys, what you do at your center and with the kids that you have is like I, I mentioned before, it's just awesome. Every time I go in, I'm just really impressed with um, what you guys do and what you do with your children. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us what, what is a typical day like at Willis Head Start? Yeah, you didn't tell Valerie not to put you on the spot. You told us, but not Valerie. So, so when you come in in the morning, you're greeted by the beautiful Miss Elena. Yes. Well, we're always there to greet our babies. Like we want to make sure they're they're feeling welcome. That their parents feel like their child is going to be in a safe place. That they're welcome. We want to have them there. Um, 
the t- we have a routine we follow every day. Everything is routine. Uh, they go back to their classrooms, and um, from there on, the teacher and the teacher assistant take it. We have two paid staff per classroom, a teacher and a teacher assistant. Uh, we have one cook that cooks for the whole 110 uh, children. We serve mm-hmm. uh, two meals a day and two snacks, and it's all free because when you quali- qualify for the program, you qualify for the free meal. Um, but you know, I'm all about nutrition, and yes. I think the more the well, the better nourished a child is, the more ready they are to learn, and the yes, better really. they learn when they have good nutrition. And so, um, that's a great part of that program that you do. Yes. So they have meals, I'm, and then yeah, I'm sorry, we we do provide two thirds of their daily nutrition. Um, wow. So as long as they're kind of eating what we're we're providing, mm-hmm. and they're definitely not going to go hungry while they're with us. Right. And I know, so I've served on the policy council before and looked at mm-hmm. like approved menus and to see, <laughs> to make sure that you're getting all the food groups. So um, Head Start does a really good job in terms of making sure that children are getting the nutrition that they need. So, mm-hmm. And it, it's good too, right? So I've yes. been in there before and I'm like, oh, what you eating? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I have some? <laughs> we have a nutrition assistant with a lot of experience that loves what she does. So she makes sure and those meals are cooked properly and they're what it's, on the menu like what it's supposed to be great so then um they do nap time no yes, yes. Mm-hmm. we have rest it's depending time. on their age right yes okay. well, no we have rest time throughout the center okay um they don't really have to sleep though they can as long as they're quiet they can get a book which we really encourage you know yay for books yes we encourage <laughs> in that if they don't want to sleep and um, but we also know they need their rest so we do we try to get them to go to sleep Sure. And then um, you do some special projects sometimes, like our families reading every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you also have um, volunteers from Bentwood? Yes. The, um, Bentwater. Bentwater. Yeah. Sorry. The, <laughs> car, the CAR program um, is a program that's ran by some ladies in the Bentwater um, organization. And they come out and they read to our children every day um, but Fridays. Okay. And then, so, and that's considered in kind, Mm-hmm. Um, donations as well. So you sometimes when people are wondering how they can help out, Head Start always needs some in-kind right. um, volunteers. So what kinds of things could people do, read, or, or is, are there other kinds of things that people could help with? Well, we definitely always need uh, some kind of help, like the teachers cutting up stuff uh, for decoration for the next exploration. Uh, the cook always needs help. Um, we can all in front in the office area we can also like everybody is welcome we do have to run background checks uh but everybody's welcome to get involved uh yeah. our community we want to get our parents involved uh in their children's education okay so let's shift gears just a little bit so we're talking about education so how do you know the child is ready what kinds of things do you guys look for so you mentioned before we talked to both about um, your children and having um, some um, developmental disabilities and how that affected their learning. and um, But you guys were able to overcome that with mm-hmm. intervention. So tell us a little bit about kinds of things that we look for um, in child development. Um, well, basically every child's different. And so like when they're there to do the application, we necessarily don't, we can't tell whether the child's ready or not. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the brightest children are the ones who need us the most. Um, they are also our best teachers because kids learn so well from other children. Um, then you have the ones that we see, we're like, he's, you know, he may need a little help. 
and we'll get them in the classroom. We'll observe them for a couple of weeks, and we'll see what you know. If there's any intervention needed. Sometimes they just need to get away from mom. <laughs> Honestly, right, yeah, get into a different type of environment. And, right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Because their their little brains are still growing so fast, and fun, yeah. yeah. So do you you said you looked up some stuff about brain development for well, children, and I just. My background was in mental health side. Sure. I did a lot of uh, developmental. I worked with kids in the area where I lived, uh, trying to identify learning, uh, different learning styles, needs, mm -hmm. and then plugging them into those. Um, I know that the organization we were with, a lot of it started on the behavior. So you're talking about the, your son lining things up, not talking. As a therapist, those were things that I would help to assess and then refer it to our educational, educational system. I worked for a tribe, so we had our own schools but we'd refer to the school system to the specialist in there mm -hmm. but i would work with the parents who'd come in the same questions like is this normal you know and a lot of times the parents need to be reassured that it's nothing you did right. you're a good mom you're a good dad your kid has special needs and here's how we can help you help them right and then even so we were, we were talking about the parents and parents being good moms and good dads and um it's it's easy to to assume that you know you have children you know how to parent but sometimes <laughs> you, you you don't and yeah. I mean, we talked about this just a little bit about you know sometimes when you're a young parent with a young child just getting through the day sometimes can be a challenge right. and um, so I mean you know you said sometimes the kid needs some time away from mom sometimes mom needs some time away from the kids as well and another support thing that you guys offer are parent support groups or parent education groups so that you can help parents with those um, with those skills and kind of you know you don't know until you know what you don't know what you didn't know right. before right so that's just kind of a, a good way to learn and and um, with other parents and kind of know that you're not alone Yes, and making the parent realize that they are their child's first teacher uh, yeah. is very important because the children are looking up to them. And um, the more that they can learn and they show interest in their child's education, the more the child's going to, you know, love school and love, you know, to please that parent. Yeah. So we offer parent meetings also monthly uh, mm -hmm. to educate our parents in different fields, like... Uh, we have a questionnaire that they complete at enrollment uh, of what would interest them. And we go off that to schedule our parent meetings. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes just like um, community members we find out in the community that uh, we ask them, hey, hey you want to give a parent meeting to, uh, at our school? And they do, and they're very informative. There's sure. a lot of help out there that sometimes we're just not aware of. And one of the things we enjoy doing is we come in and do some of our nutrition programs um, with the parents and kind of, again, so you guys are providing like two thirds of their nutrition during the day, but then the school is not year round, right? Yet? Right. Is this the first year that it will be? I mean, no. are you guys- We haven't no? gotten more oh, yet. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'd heard that that's kind of on the horizon that it may be one it of those be. year round, but right now you guys just follow a regular school year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got to imagine that like this program is probably really beneficial for the students also to get around other kids for the first time that, you know, maybe they didn't, they don't always get the exposure to other peers of their age and especially that they go through the same sort of situation. So is that a challenge when you first introduce them to, you know, a new student to a classroom or, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it definitely can be. Um, you have children who have never really been around other children at all and they don't want to share, they, you um, it can be a very big challenge. Um, that's why we have very, you know, highly educated staff and well-trained 
and we're able to normally, you know, um, help the child adapt very quickly. Yeah, to social, to, to develop sh- social skills. Yeah. <laughs> social Socialization skills. Socialization is huge. Yeah, yeah. especially because at that if age. if they don't learn it early, sure. they're probably not going to learn it. Okay. So, so we're going to talk, we got to take a break, but we're going to come back in just a little bit and we'll talk a little bit more about some of those things that kids can do to yeah. socialize and to get ready for school and, and um, tips for parents. So stay <laughs> tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to 104.5 and 106.1 Lone Star Community Radio Worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at irlonestar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Attention movie lovers, The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. And here we are again with the Extension Hour. Uh, family health and wellness, family commute, consumer education. I don't even know what, what, what do I do? Where am I? Family <laughs> consumer sciences. <laughs> Ooh, I'm very impressed. <laughs> I pay attention sometimes. <laughs> sometimes on a good day. Um, so we've been talking to Eloina and Valerie from Willis Head Start Center. Um, you guys do just great, great work there. And I, and I have mentioned before, I love working with you all. I love the, the Fred program is one of my favorites. The family's reading every day. And um, we talked about it just a little bit, but I, just to let people know kind of what we do and why we do it. Um, we mentioned that it kind of helps with um, literacy development. It helps with family relationships. Um, and w- what we do is just ask people um, for four weeks to commit to reading to their children every day. So we know a lot of families already read to their children on a regular basis, but this just um, kind of gives them a reason to really focus on it and to kind of develop a habit of reading in case they um, aren't already or um, to help in, um, enhance that, what they're already doing. So uh, first, two, first two weeks, we have them read 15 minutes a day. The next two weeks, we um, ask them to increase it to 30 minutes a day. But we do fun things along the way. We have the, we have a kickoff, and then we do a celebration event at the end. 
um, which we love coming in and reading and the volunteers that um, volunteer with us. Um, they always like, put, us, put me on the list. I love to, I want to go do that again. Cause you know, kid hugs are the best yes. <laughs> and the kids really enjoy it when other people come in. And so, Hey Jake, you're going to have to come read with us sometime. You'd be one of our I, reading volunteers. I have done that before yeah. and I loved it. Okay. So We're going to put I've, you on our list. All right. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> um, so we, we also do surveys because um, we're in extension we're all about um, evaluation and making sure what we're doing is effective, um, you know, and we keep doing it if it is effective and we are making a difference. So some of the results that we've um, gotten that um, from, from the program, we, parents are telling us like um, that got me to reading, reading to my child every day, like 45% of those that participated um, agreed with that statement. Um, they increase the time that they spend with their child, increases the quality of time that they spend with their child. It helps them to get to get to know their child better and becoming more involved in their child's education because, you know, we know how important it is to have parents involved. And you mentioned earlier, parents are really the, the first teacher and mm -hmm. the constant teacher for their children throughout their school career. Um, it improves the child's vocabulary, their ability to count, um, helps them learn to read. And then interestingly, it can help increase the satisfaction level as a parent and then helps the parent's relationship with the child, which is what um, we really want. So that's that's doing a lot of good things for the parent and for the kid by participating in that program. So, Absolutely. Whenever our children um, come back with their surveys, they are so excited. And um, they talk about their experiences with reading this book you know, with their parent. Mm -hmm. Some of our children don't have books at all at home. So at the end, you know, whenever they get, they receive a book, that type of thing, that may be the only book that they have. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. So I got to say thank you to the Girl Scouts. Um, they have done book drives for us so that we can give a book to every single child. And then we try to leave books into the classroom. Um, you know, books can get expensive, but that's another way that people can help and volunteer. Um, mm -hmm. If you've got uh, children's books that you're interested in, you can bring them to I mean, I guess you guys would take them at the Head Start Center. Or we can take them at the Extension Office and um, get them in the hands of, of a child. Yes. Yeah. So and then we do celebration. We had to have like a little certificate um, for each one of the kids. Just kind of, you know, help them feel good about reading. And we give them little prizes and that kind of thing. And um, United Way helps us with the funding for that. But so you guys are the like the um, star school of the system. <laughs> so um, when we talk about those survey returns, um, you guys always have 100% because your your parent, your um, teachers, your teachers are really um, invested in and interested in, um, you know, making the, the program a success. And that's what really helps. We understand um, the importance of them. Yeah. Yes. And, and then, of course, you've got Eloina there telling us, <laughs> you better get those in. <laughs> Is that Want to just nobody wants to disappoint Eloina. No, <laughs> no, and it's also so we have really good relationships with our families. Mm -hmm. We really try to um, make them feel nurtured and build um, that relationship. Yeah, build a relationship to to help the, to kind of raise the child together to to help right. develop that child together. So, like an extension awesome. of the family. That's yeah. right. That's it. That's my yes, words. Our family. Yeah. Yeah. You're clever, Jake. <laughs> um, so. Uh, oh, the other thing I was thinking of that your your school has done so well. That last year, year before, there was one family that made us a little scrapbook because they enjoyed the Fred project so much. So yes. we still have that um, in our office, and we often show people that when we're talking about the Fred program. Um, so that was not something that they were expected to do or asked to do, but they just loved it so much they wanted to share that. Fred so. really makes a difference. We have parents that are not aware that at this age I'm supposed to be reading to my child every day or I should like it's going to help my child 
So when you educate them to do so, um, they're excited. Like, well, I didn't know like they would really pay attention to a book or they would really um, listen to what I was mm-hmm. reading. And they build that rela- stronger relationship with their children, that quality time. Yeah. And reading, there's so many things for the kids. Vocabulary development, uh, the mental, the, to be able to picture the book in yeah. their head so the imagination goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonding with the parents. I mean, there's so many positives. Right. Sure, and it's this. easy to think that, I think get enough reading at school, but it's not just the reading. So it's a combination of the reading and the relationship with the parent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, um, we, we're going to talk about some tips for going back to school to start starting school again. What you got? Right. <laughs> well, basically, um, and this goes, I guess, for all ages, really, um, you want to get your child into a routine, you know, bed, you know, bed at a certain time and try to keep consistent with that. Um, it really does make a big difference. So we have kids that come in and they haven't gone to bed till one o'clock in the morning and they're with us at eight. They are not fun. <laughs> and, and they're just having a really bad day, you yeah. know. So it's so important to the kids that they have some sort of routine. Um, I know that it's impossible, you know, for many families to to stick to a routine every day, but as much as possible would be really great. Sure. Uh, make sure your child's prepared. Um, at Head Start, we don't require them to bring anything. They don't have to buy anything to come to school. But for children who are in elementary school and up, I mean, going to school with the proper supplies and feeling um, secure and prepared mm-hmm. and really builds their self-esteem if they don't have those things they don't have lunch money that type of thing um it really hinders that child from learning um you want to encourage their independence and when they're getting ready in the morning you know don't just throw their jacket on and zip it up for them encourage them to zip it up you know themselves sure. sometimes it's kind of hard for parents of young children they want to they want to help them and do yeah. that do oh, it yeah because we, we don't yeah. want to let go we want <laughs> we want to keep that bottle there mm-hmm. but we got to let go you know and, and you let that helicopter parent learn. <laughs> yes. You know, yes let the kids strive right let the kid fail once in a while too absolutely you know? yeah and don't and don't solve their problem for them um give them the tools or, or teach them how to maybe some tips on solving it but Try to let them solve their own problems. Certainly within age-appropriate right. problems. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes. But giving them the answers all the time as we as we want to do as parents um, really is setting them up for failure. Yeah. So what else can um, we do to help kids get let's ready? Let's see. Talk about school and how they feel about it, okay. not just what did you do today. Like, how did you feel about what happened today? That type ah, of thing. More than just, did you learn something? Right. Yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your favorite class? Uh, PE, you know, more yeah. than that. So kind of how they feel about it. Um, and homework is also a good time. We have homework every day through Head Start. Um, and part of it is the Fred program. So we kind of eliminate our, our homework during that time and, and implement yours. Um, but it's a really good time yeah. to... Um, to know what your child's learning. And it's also a good time to spend with them. Um, it's really quality bonding time. Sure. And then, Elamina, so. you said you wanted to and just encourage people to yes. reach out to Head Start. And- yes, we are accepting applications. Uh, you can call us at 936-856-4810. Um, we uh, service children three to five years old. And we will be expecting your call. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to go online and find uh, find out more information, do you all have a website or a Facebook um, yes. page? Yes, 
they can go to, I think it's Head Start at <laughs> MetInc.org. Okay. And it, yeah, and actually, if you just Google Head Start programs, Montgomery County, it, there, it'll pop up. Yeah, there'll be things that come up. So there's the, your Head Starts, and then there's there's a few schools that have an in-school Head Start, right. which is a little different. So there, there are um, a variety of options for parents out mm-hmm. there, but um, definitely you guys provide a very high-quality um, education for our young ones, and so we appreciate that so much. Thank you. Yeah. So anything you want to say? Last thoughts? Uh, that That's like putting you on the spot. Yes. <laughs> no less thoughts. Uh, so you're telling me my teachers didn't like me because I stayed up till 1 a.m.? Is that what the problem was? <laughs> were, you, were you a bad kid, Jake? No, I was were an you angel. I, of course. <laughs> this beautiful face, a bad child? No way. Mm-hmm. I grew up with four brothers. I was a little terror. <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> didn't know how to act like a little girl. What about you, Mike? Any last, last closing thoughts you want to share? Well, when it comes to reading, I think the earlier you can start, the better off you are. And the, the flip to that is screen time, computers, play games, tablets uh, that babysit. Uh, don't. Before two years old, there should be no screen time. Uh, that's a quality time for mom and dad to sit down with the kid and read, go out for a walk, just do something to bond with the child. Sure. And then over to um, we, you know, even adults, they, we recommend no more than two hours of Absolutely. screen time um, in a day. And that's leisure screen time. I mean, obviously, some of us have to work in front of a computer, so we have to do that. Um, and then the other thing that I would just mention before we leave is that the Extension Service provides education. So we do a lot of classes, and a lot of times we do that by request. So when people call and say, hey, do you have a class on this or can you develop a class on this? Um, that's one of the things that we do. So parenting, nutrition. Um, literacy, finances, finances. we've got pretty much, we've got it all, (laughs) whatever you need. So, um, uh, okay. So Jake's giving us the hurry up. So it's time to see Mm -hmm. that wasn't too painful. Was it? All right. The hour goes by fast. All right. Thank you guys for being here so much. Um, and thank you everyone for listening in. You are listening to Lone Star community radio worldwide on irlonestar.com and don't laugh at me jake i'm trying to do you're a good getting job. better All you're right. getting better 104.5 106.1 see you next time bye a lone star community radio is montgomery county's radio station with talk music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.